The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have an incredible show laid out for you. I've got a very, very special guest who's going to be sharing some incredible wisdom today all about how to really take your ideas and turn them into profits. So this is a very special show and very important show because for those of you who are listening each and every week, you know that my goal here is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve that higher level of success in your business and in your life. And today's show is going to help you do just that because my very, very special guest is going to be sharing some incredible wisdom to help you take your business to the next level. Now, for those of you who are brand new entrepreneurs, I'm so glad that you're listening today because I've been hearing from a lot of you who have questions about how do I even get started? How do I build that customer base? How do I take my idea and get it into the marketplace? And we're going to really be diving into and talking about all of that today and so much more. So make sure that you do stick around through the entire show because you do not want to miss a thing. So you're going to discover what it really takes to get your product on the shelves of well-known retailers. How amazing would that be if you could have an idea, take action, and get that product onto the shelves of the big name stores? Wouldn't that be amazing? My guest today is going to give you some ideas of how you can do that in your own business. We're also going to be sharing some key strategies that smart businesses are doing today. So you'll want to implement this in your business as well. So again, make sure you stick around through the entire show so that you don't miss out on any of this incredible wisdom. So today, I'm actually broadcasting live from New Jersey. For those of you who listen each and every week, you know that I currently live in Bahrain, which is a small island country on the eastern coast of Saudi Arabia. Well, this summer, we have been traveling around all over, and we've been to several different states in the United States. And this week, we happen to be in New Jersey, and we've also spent some time in Philadelphia. And it's been absolutely amazing. You know, one of the things that I I love about being an entrepreneur is my ability to work from anywhere in the world. And so it's really fun doing Infinite Success Radio. You know, we do the show all over the world. We've been in Bahrain. We've been in Dubai. We've been in multiple states in the United States. And it, the list keeps growing and growing. So it's really, really exciting to be here with you guys sharing from different locations around the world and bringing you some of the very, very best experts 
from all different industries who have really blazed a trail and created success in their life and in their business. And of course, my guest today, she's created a ton of success in her business. In fact, she founded a company called Reach Across the Register because she believes that business is personal. And I could not agree more. You know, I like to do business with people and with businesses that really value me as a customer. And so, you know what? Business is personal. And when you have a great experience, you remember it. And when you have a terrible experience, you remember it. So it's super important for all of you entrepreneurs and business owners out there. You want your customers to have a great experience. And we're going to be talking about that today. So my very special guest is Pamela Herman. She spends her business or she spends her career really educating other businesses and companies around the country on how to provide an exceptional customer experience and how to leverage their reputation using the latest in social media and internet marketing tactics. Pamela has spent 25 years in the consumer products industry working with fast growth companies and she has even invented products that have been placed on the shelves of Pottery Barn, Williams-Sonoma, and Sears. She is absolutely amazing. She is a trailblazer. I mean, she is incredible. She's a best-selling author and a speaker. I would love to have Pamela join us. Pamela, are you with me today? I am, Rachel. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here and being so willing to share your experiences and what's worked well for you and how you've been able to help your clients achieve that higher level of success in their own businesses. So thank you so much for joining me today. Well, the pleasure is all mine. Are you guys ready to get started? Yes. I know that everybody listening in is so excited to hear about this. I've had so many people that have been writing in and, and asking questions and wondering how they really even get started. So before we get to that, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself and your background, kind of give us all an idea about who you are. Well, it, um, it all started in sixth grade. <laughs> We're going to go way back. Way back. Um, way back. <laughs> Um, it'll take us an hour to, to go through my lifeline, but, um, and actually it's, it's very, very interesting. I've always, always operated in this place of being social. As a matter of fact, my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Zareth, bless her heart, uh, said to my parents, I was sitting right there. She was talking to my parents and she said, well, you know, Pam's just a social butterfly. And I remember sitting there thinking, is that a bad thing? I guess I just flitted around the classroom and I was being too social. Now, the good news is I've been able to figure out how to build a career around being social. And we've got, you know, Mark Zuckerberg doing his part to help me. But um, being social is really where this whole thing started. It's always been very easy for me to connect with people very quickly, to create trust with them very quickly, and to build rapport, relationship, and loyalty. Uh, and I want to share with you how that happened. But, but career-wise, what, um, what happened was I worked my, my way through college and I always worked for entrepreneurs during that period of time. And they, they were always putting me in situations where I was in way, way, way over my head. So, for example, I was going to, full, to school full-time at night, and I was working for a real estate developer in San Francisco. And he, and he handed me, this was in the mid-'80s, and he handed me his portfolio of commercial real estate, which at that time was valued at about $80 million. And he said, can you be my asset manager? Now, I didn't know anything about real estate, and I didn't know anything about how to manage the financials, but he saw something in me, some capability skills that um, are just of a scrappy nature. So this is really where 
the seeds were planted in my mind that there isn't any situation that I could be placed in where I'm not going to completely panic and freak out about it because I really had to just hit the ground running and figure it out very quickly. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, right, Rachel, you have to be able to connect dots really quickly in your mind and go with your gut. This is really what it boiled down to for me was learning to trust my gut, to take calculated risks. And um, through the, the course of my career of working for other entrepreneurs, I started layering on skills that helped me get to where I am today. Um, so that's really how the roots of my entrepreneurial story started, being a social buttery. That's, that's awesome. You know, and I think so many of us can relate to that because we do live in such a social world. I mean, that's really how we're all connected, especially with social media these days. It's everybody's connected. You know, we're just so, so connected. Um, and so it doesn't surprise me at all that, you know, that started for you at such a young age. I think I was always this, the same way. I was kind of a social butterfly. And and it's really taking some of those sets because not everybody is social and they have to kind of learn that skill. Um, but as an entrepreneur, you know, we have to step out there and really learn some of these skills. So for somebody today that might be listening, thinking, well, I was never that way, but I know I, I need to become more social. What what tip would you give them? Just maybe one quick thing that they could do. You know, that's such a great point that you raised because a lot of a lot of the times I'm working in my coaching capacity with people who are extreme introverts. And one of the things that um, that we can teach people, any person can learn this. This is a skill. This is not something that you're born with, but this is a skill that you can develop is how to connect with people on a deeper level. It doesn't matter if you're an introvert, an extrovert, uh, you're shy. It doesn't matter how you function um, just inside. What we want to do is teach you to communicate on a level where you are getting to the heart of what people care and value. So if there's one tip that you can bring forward, it's listening and asking the right questions. So, for example... And and I'll share with you a little bit about how I got started with this process of learning to listen to understand instead of listening to hear. Listening to understand was really the the whole awareness of this came to be when I was starting to do the sales process. Now, I had never done sales before. I didn't really understand the psychology behind it, but I could see that I wasn't really connecting with the person that I was trying to compelled to take a specific action. Right. Let's say that I, right. Okay. So let's say that I wanted them to do one specific thing. I didn't know how to navigate that conversation. So um, what I did is I started doing a little bit of research on the art of listening. And what I found out was that there are certain questions that you can just ask people socially that help them relax that help them um, really connect with you. And I, tra- I talk about this. We, literally, we could talk for a couple of hours on that specific talk. Oh, topic absolutely. Of communication. Right. But what I want to share with you guys is a little golden nugget. And I use this with my children. I use it socially. And it works every single time. As a matter of fact, people, I find people revealing things to me that they say, wow, I've never told anybody that before. And that's when you know you've really hit on the golden nugget within a relationship and building it. So you can do it in a matter of minutes. It's super simple. And what I do is, let's say I've met somebody for the first time. I'll say, so tell me a little bit about you know, what you do. Or we, we talk a little bit about why we're connected and why we're in the same space. So whether we're networking or I'm at a barbecue or with some friends that I've never met before, um, I'll just start, you know, what's, this, what's your story? 
And it, I kind of let people just jump off wherever they feel more, most comfortable, what they do or their children or whatever. Sure, sure. And then from there, I just start drilling a little bit deeper. Rather than flitting to another question, I listen to what they say and people will very quickly reveal to you what it is that they care and value. So if I say to somebody, so what's your story? How do you know Bob and Sally? Then um, they'll say, oh, you know, we knew each other from college. Oh, cool. Where'd you go to school? So we'll start drilling down very deeply And it expresses to somebody who's speaking that you are really listening to what they're saying. And this is really valuable in today's um, today's society and our culture because very few few people are listening. Most people are speaking. We feel like everybody's speaking to us, right? It's like a chaos of information that's coming toward us. And if you want to stand out in business, if you want to stand out on a personal level socially, that's how you connect with people very, very quickly. And the the real value in that is that people will remember you. You'll stand out as being the, the most interesting person they've ever met. And the real irony is that they know nothing about you. They feel like you by you being interested that you are actually interesting. So really interesting psychology. So once I hit on that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gold right here. Because a lot of people go out and they're talking about what they do. But most people don't care about what you do. They care about themselves. Right. And your job is to figure that out. What do they really care and value? What's important to them in their life? So for the extreme introvert, um, somebody who is looking to build a business but doesn't really know how to connect or build rapport with a prospect or with a customer or even socially, and that feels very awkward for them, this is a little technique that I do a lot of training on, and it is money, money, money. It is absolutely the best way to convert somebody from prospect to a raving fan. I think you really touched on a huge point here by really sharing that when you're listening really well, asking great questions and actually taking the time to listen, the other person feels like you care about them. And in the business world, I think this is something that I have found to be quite honest. It's really missing these days. And I don't know why that is. I, I don't know why it, we seem to be so lacking in, in really listening to what our prospects and what our customers and clients are telling us. But I think you really hit a great point there that if you're somebody who's just getting started, if you're somebody who you're trying to build some of those social connections with your business, um, be a great listener. Ask great questions. I think that's a really great point, Pam. Well, it's, um, it's, it's really, really key to the entire business process, which we'll go into through the course of the hour. And um, it's, it's the root of your business. So if you visualize that your business is a tree and the roots are extending, right? You want the roots to keep growing. It's really going to be um, situated right around this communication piece. And the reason why, this is, this is so big, and the, this is the reason why I developed Reach Across the Register because as a consumer, so let's kind of take our entrepreneur and our business hat off and let's put our consumer hat on. What happens is that when we go into a store and we want to transact with them, or we call up a business on the phone and we want to learn more about what they do and are they the right solutions provider for what we need, right? We all do this all day, every day, right, as consumers. Yep, absolutely. What we want to try to understand is, do we have shared values? Does this person resonate with me? Am I getting the sense that they care about me, that they want me to get the solution that I want, that they're going to be fair and honest with me, that they're going to have a high integrity? 
on some levels, consciously or subconsciously, that's what the filter that we're running a business through. When we walk into a business, and let's say it's a brick and mortar, we walk in, we immediately feel whether or not they really care about us. Yes. That their job depends on it. Is that correct? Absolutely. Very, okay. very true. So what happens is, this is why this communication piece is so, so key to the, to the health and the well-being and the future growth of your business is because if you're not communicating that, if your staff is not communicating that, then you are losing money. Because what's happening is that consumers will immediately make a judgment as to whether they're comfortable or not. And the power, there's a huge power shift that's happening right now with the internet. And what's happening is that consumers now have a platform and actually multiple platforms to go online, whether it's through social media or some of the local directories like Yelp or Foursquare, um, yellowpages.com. And they now have the freedom to tell other consumers exactly what kind of business you are, mm-hmm. what kind of owner you are, what is it that you value, how are they treated, and whether other people should transact with that business. Yep. There's huge power in that. So whether or not, very, very few consumers actually go out there and will get onto a review site unless they've had kind of a disastrous situation. There are a small handful, a small population of people that go out there and they give positive reviews to businesses because they understand the value to the business. Right. So what happens from a consumer standpoint is that... Um, Oh, so for example, I need help with my landscaping. So what's the first thing I do? I go online, I go into Google, and I type in landscaper and then where I'm located, either my zip code or the name of my town, and um, up propagates uh, a result to that search query. And what is the first thing that our eyes gravitate to as consumers? Rachel, what do your eyes gravitate to? The reviews, the pictures, the stars. You know, when they get a a three-star rating, a five-star rating, that's, that's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. That's exactly right. Social proof is everything right now. So for businesses who are looking to grow, what we do is we have programs and we, we coach businesses exactly how to create an exceptional customer experience every single transaction so that those customers are now compelled to go out there and take word of mouth marketing and leverage it online. That's the power because consumers just like you and me and all of your audience were looking for other people. This is okay. So let me give you an example. Let's say that, um, let's say that you're walking down main street and you're looking for a restaurant to eat at, and you're walking along and you pass a restaurant, you know, looks okay. looks clean, but you're seeing like the, the wait staff, they're kind of all standing in a little cluster and they're talking maybe two people sitting at a table, the place is relatively empty, there's no traffic in there. And your eyes gaze further down the street and you see another restaurant and people are actually waiting in line outside. They're standing on the curb and they're waiting for their name to get called. What is the first thing that we do? Psychologically, we want to go to where the crowd is. Right. There's social proof in that, right? They're, Absolutely. You're, it, even Because you're, you're already t- thinking that it's a great restaurant because there's so many people waiting. It's got to be good, right? right? It's got to be good. <laughs> it has got to be good because other people are flocking there. Conversely, what happens online is that when we, and I've done this personally as a consumer, when we see low star rating, I won't go to that restaurant. Right. 
and I'll breeze through the reviews and I'll say, oh, wow, they're talking about the poor service or they're talking about the quality of food or the ambiance or whatever. And I take all of that into consideration and I, I put it through my filter and I make a judgment call as to whether I'm going to give my dollars to that business or not. So that's the power when we're talking about building a relationship with your customers for the long haul and lifelong loyalty. This is how it. Um, this is how we connect dots between why that's important for growing your business and the end result for the consumer. Huge, huge power right there for businesses, and very few. I'm probably eight out of ten businesses don't even know about some of these strategies of how to create that sort of experience, number one, and number two, how to take the positive experiences and educate your customers about how they can support your business by reviewing online. Absolutely. I I think that's such a great point, Pam. And unfortunately, we have to stop right there and take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to have Pamela sharing even more with us about how we can create that customer experience in our own businesses. And not just that, but how to take your ideas and get it into the marketplace. So hang tight. We'll be right back. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things. And together, you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Stop struggling and finally achieve the success you deserve. Personal transformation expert and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy has teamed up with Dr. Nito Cabane and experts from around the world to bring you the forthcoming book, Breaking Through. Discover how the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals achieve breakthrough success and how you can too. Reserve your copy today at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Plus, receive an exclusive invitation to attend Rachel's book release party. Register now at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. 
Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and today we've been talking about how to really create that amazing customer experience as a small business owner. We all have to think about this, and even in big big business, we definitely want to be thinking about what our customer experience looks like and whether people are having a great experience with us or whether they're not. And if they're not having a great experience, oh boy, that can be a huge problem in today's day of social media. So I'm joined again by my guest, Pamela Herman. Pam, are you with me? I am indeed. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. You know, we were just talking about what that customer experience really looks like and how important it is. So share a little bit more about how you're helping small businesses improve and really create that great customer experience so that they can really make customers for life. This is a... I want you to visualize a construction area, okay? Back in the old days, before we poured concrete foundations, they used cornerstones, right? So you're familiar with the concept of cornerstones. If you have four cornerstones and they're not in perfect alignment, then the foundation and everything that you build on top of that foundation gets wonky and it's in compromise of of collapse at any given time. You can't build it really high. So the way that we like to describe the four corners, the one of the most important is rooted in core values. And this is language that we've been using since the 70s, but but really where it's made a big shift in today's business environment is that there's, um, there's a very clear connection between the customer experience and what your business stands for because marketing today is rooted in values. It's absolutely 100% black and white. Business today is rooted in values. And so why are... Why are core values important? Well, think about, think about when you walk into a store, you can immediately tell, once you have awareness of this, it's, re- it's really easy to kind of see. You can have a very clear idea when you start interacting with um, an employee of a business as to what are the core values, or even if they have identified the core values of the organization. This is so critically important because what happens is that Um, We want, as consumers, what we want is we want to know that these people are like-minded. I want to give my business to people who think like me. And one of the things that's really powerful from a business ownership perspective is that you can actually create core values within your organization, either individually, with your staff, and then collectively come together and create a whole series of what is it that we represent so that when everybody calls, uh, when everybody comes through the door over the threshold of your business, they very clearly understand what your core values are. It becomes super important to manage a business that's rooted in core values because, number one, this is where this is where it becomes money for your business. Number one, you can start hiring like-minded people. You don't have to uh, be in a place of resistance with trying to train an employee who doesn't really share the same values that you do as an organization and individually. So, as a business owner, you identify those core values within yourself. You come together with your other staff members, you talk about what are your collective core values. It's really a joint effort, not a top-down effort. And then what you do is you make sure that every interaction with a prospect or with your customers reflects those core values. So hiring like-minded people is just makes your life a lot easier. You can actually train to those core values, right? 
Yes, you can make absolutely. Yeah, you can make decisions about the future of your business based on those core values, right? It becomes almost like a little um, a sorting a sorting mechanism for everything that you do with your business. Does this fall within our core values? If you're looking to expand your products or your services, do does this expansion fall within our core values of what it is that we're trying to do? And ultimately what core values do is it creates customer experiences. So it's really when I talk about cornerstones, uh, core values are one of those and they're critically important. So oftentimes what we do when we come into an organization is we take a look at that and we go through this process. It doesn't take a long time to do it actually. Um, it's uh, we have a little packet. As a matter of fact, Rachel, um, what I'd like to offer for any of your, any of your listeners is to drop me an email. If you would like a little workbook that we've put together, it's all about being clear what you stand for. It talks about core values and it's a great little workbook because then you can go through it individually and then make copies of it, hand them out to your staff. You guys can work on this together. Is that something you think that would be a value oh, that, to your Yeah, that'd be great, Pam. Is there okay. a, a website that they can go to to get that today? Yeah, actually, they can just drop me an email. It's Pamela at reachacrosstheregister.com. Okay. Pamela, P-A-M-E-L-A, at reachacrosstheregister.com. So, yeah, I'm happy to share that with you guys. It's typically something I give to my clients. But I love you, Rachel, and I'm here to support you. So, um, so this little workbook is really, really awesome because it will help you with one of the most important elements of your business, which is identifying with some of the key strategies. What do you represent? Why are you different? How are you unique? How are you different from your competition? This is the best place to start right here. You know, one thing I really love about this concept is that it gets everybody on the same page. I mean, that's huge. That's so valuable in business because honestly, I talk to people from all different businesses, different niches from all over the world. And one of the things that I hear over and over and over again is that lack of clarity. Everybody is not on the same page. They don't have that clarity and that focus in their business. And this really helps to solve some of that problem because it gets everybody on the same page. Have you found that when you bring the strategy into the businesses that you work with and that you coach, they're able to quickly turn, turn things around, aren't they? It's immediate. It's immediate. It's more of an awareness piece than anything else because I think inherently we all want to be happy in our workplace. If you are working with people that don't share your personal values, it's, it's a wake-up call. It's time for you to move to a place where you, um, you are appreciated on a different level. Saying, for example, let's say that your, your integrity and your honesty are your personal core values. And if you are aligned with an organization that doesn't share that, then it becomes, um, like I said, it becomes a self-sorting process where where you can start to analyze, is the reason why I'm not fulfilled here, the reason why I'm unhappy, because we don't share the same core values. Um, I'm always in a state of resistance. Ideas that I'm trying to bring forward are not being embraced. Well, is this the right fit for me? So within uh, that awareness piece for organizations, it is immediate. Oftentimes what businesses do is they end up firing based on core values as well. Because what happens is you start analyzing, is a person performing to our core values? Are they connecting with our clients and our customers and our prospects based on those core values? If not, and this is a very black and white, you know, punch list. Are you doing this, that, and the other thing? 
And if they are substandard in the delivery based on those core values, it makes it really easy for you as a manager or business owner to, um, to say, here's, here's where we're measuring you and here's where we need to go in and polish the rock a bit. So it really helps with not just the firing of like-minded people, but also the vetting out of people who are not operating within your organization's core values. So it is right out of the gate. People start to understand the true value. I love that. Well, and I think, again, this this really does help communicate your brand's core message as well, because really in branding, it's really important that you're communicating a message in everything that you do from your product to your services to your product packaging and that customer experience. That same core message needs to be delivered. And by identifying those core values, I think that that helps, again, really create a cohesive package for your brand. Wouldn't you agree? Oh my gosh, Rachel, you just hit the nail on the head. And this is critically important when you're talking about what does your business look like online? So great segue right there. I'm going through the process of rebranding my business right now. So if you were to go to reachacrosstheregister.com, what you'll see above the fold. So before I scroll down, so above the fold, this is about my core values. You're going to see some images. You're going to see different business um, situations, you're going to see things that really trigger emotional, uh, the emotional response of the viewer that's on my page. So if you want to see a perfect example of how to take core values and translate it into what, what am I communicating online, it starts with your website. So go there and check it out. It's a perfect example. I just redid this over the course of the last week, and I'm super excited about it because I went through this branding exercise, and I was um, I made the mistake, and a lot of businesses do this online, is I made this mistake of talking about what I do. I wasn't talking about my results. I wasn't talking about the emotions behind why it's important to do the work that I do. What sort of connection, what sort of um, place am I going to take you to when you work with me? That's exactly what your website needs to communicate. So dovetailing in core values, and that's really what's considered soft skills, right? These are about the touchy-feely parts of business. And translating it into the analytical side, which is when somebody's looking at your business and they're trying to decide if they want to work with you or not, this is exactly the place where they're going to make a decision, like within a matter of seconds. So... Excellent point, Ms. Rachel. I love that. Well, and I think, again, all these pieces go together and they're, there's always room for improvement and room for growth. But I think anybody who is starting out building their business online, maybe they uh, are just brand new entrepreneurs and they might not have any idea about some of these concepts. These are things that they can learn and implement right now little baby steps along the way. So, you know, you might not be able to do all of these things today, but you can certainly make small improvements along the way. Now, earlier you had mentioned something about having your customers give you great reviews when they really love your product, love your service. I would love for you to touch on that a little bit more about how we can get our customers to to actually give us awesome reviews when they do love our products and services. Yeah, we absolutely are in a space of educating consumers right now because, as I said, um, very few consumers are actually providing reviews online, and yet they are so powerful to our decision-making process. So um, let me give you an example. I was in a doctor's office yesterday, and on the counter, they had this beautiful plexiglass frame. And in the frame, it was a very simple language. It said, review us on Google, and there was a QR code on it. That's all it said. It was very simple and it was very clean. 
So I was uh, talking to the gal behind the desk and I said, um, I'm just kind of curious, do you guys get a lot of reviews through this effort right here? And she said, no, not really. And I said, why do you think that is? So again, that's a high yielding question that I'm using just to kind of pick her brain. You know, why is this here? And if it's not really getting you the results you want, you know, well, what kind of results do you want? So um, she said, well, um, I don't really know. And I said, well, actually, this is my area of expertise. Do you mind if I share a little wisdom with you? Because, you know, you guys have an awesome business and I'd love to support you. And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And I said, well, first of all, QR codes don't work. Very few people have a QR code reader on their smartphone. There was a little blip in time when people were downloading them, downloading that app, and then they were scanning QR codes. But from a marketing perspective, businesses really missed the boat. They were, the, the QR code was linking to dead pages. There was an ineffective message on there or, um, you know, it, it, they just weren't working. They weren't using them properly from a marketing perspective, and consumers got tired of it, and next thing you know, people are deleting the app. So QR codes are dead. They don't work. Um, now, what I suggested to them is, okay, having reviews on Google Plus is huge because that's, it's the number one search engine, so that's, that makes a, a lot of sense. But what you want to do is incentivize your patients to review your business. So yep. whether it's a discount on the next time that they come in for a treatment or um, give them some supplements for free, understanding, first of all, what is the value, like what is the monetary value of each customer, like the lifetime value. So for example, in this doctor's office, if it's six months that they typically come and they're spending about $70 on average per visit, well, you do the math. Um, your value is going to dictate how much percentage-wise you want to give back to the customer in lieu of a review because here's the right. deal. Bringing in a new customer is the name of the game. And if it costs me 10 bucks to get a review, you know, to get 30 reviews, that's $300. That's, that's chump change when it comes to marketing. Absolutely. And yet super powerful. So you have to be able to say to a patient, hey, did we provide? This is a great question. Hey, if we provided like a five-star experience for you, would you mind going online and reviewing for us? Most people would be like, yeah, that'd be great. Cool. Can I just send you an email? Um, I don't want to send you a link, but if you, if you just come to Yelp.com and do a Google search, I'll send you some instructions. It's super simple. Next time you come in, we'll give you 10% off on your treatment. They'd be like, yeah, I'd love to do that. So you've, you've captured their email. You're giving them specific instructions. You're tracking who's giving you reviews. You're responding to those reviews online and, and showing appreciation. Again, it shows other consumers that you're engaged with the people who are reviewing your business, and then you reward them for it. So it is a great way to build your business. It's literally a free strategy. That's money right there. That is so powerful. Right there, that's one strategy somebody can implement today to really make an impact in their business and really in getting those awesome reviews. Because any of us who are in business, we know it's so important to have the social proof, to have those reviews, to have uh, that great customer experience being talked about. You know, we, we all talk about those negative experiences. We're kind of prone to that as, as human beings. We, we like to talk about those negative things. But it's so powerful when you can create an amazing experience for your customers, for your clients, 
um, and then have them go talk about it and share it with everybody by doing a review. So I think that is a huge, huge value that people can implement right now today. We've got to take a short break, so we're going to stop right there. But when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to create that five-star customer experience and how to take your idea and get it into the marketplace. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves, and we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadiq to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Stop struggling and finally achieve the success you deserve. Personal transformation expert and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy has teamed up with Dr. Nito Cabane and experts from around the world to bring you the forthcoming book, Breaking Through. Discover how the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals achieve breakthrough success and how you can too. Reserve your copy today at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Plus, receive an exclusive invitation to attend Rachel's book release party. Register now at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I'm your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and today I am joined by the incredible Pamela Herman, who is just an amazing entrepreneur. She helps small businesses create that five-star customer experience, and oh my gosh, the work that she does is amazing. So Pamela, thank you so much again for joining us today and for sharing these great ideas. Before our last break, we were talking about getting testimonials, really getting the uh, the reviews, I should say, from your current customers who are loving your product and your service. So how can we take those reviews and, and turn them into testimonials to really give us that social proof that we need to grow our businesses? Okay, great question. So um, first you have to think about where is your perfect customer hanging out. Uh, Let's say, for example, you are in financial services and that's of a professional nature. Well, of course, LinkedIn is probably going to be your number one social media. Let's say, um, conversely, you have a product and it's geared toward the, the, the millennials, right? So um, where, would, where are those guys hanging out? Okay, they're on Twitter 
and they are on hanging out on Snapchat, and they're um, they're doing these different things than professionals are. Right? They are hanging out socially online in different venues. So the first, the very first thing you want to understand is where are my people hanging out? If you have a really cool consumer product, and let's say your your perfect customer is between the ages of thirty and forty five, well, where would that be? It's probably Facebook. So um, key number one identify one social network and have that be the hub of the wheel. So let's say, for example, that you are in financial services and you just had a great experience with a client. One of the things that you want to say is, um, if we provided for you a great experience here, we'd love it if you hopped onto LinkedIn and provided a recommendation for our business. Would you be okay with that? And most people would be like, yeah, absolutely, I will do that for you. So one of, the, one of the strategies that I use personally in my business is that I'll ask people to go into LinkedIn, provide a review for me, and then I will take a screenshot of that testimonial and I will push that out into Facebook because I have not just personal friends on Facebook. I have a lot of um, professional friends that are in there as well. So I'll take a snapshot of it and I'll post it up and I'll say, hey, check it out. Another testimonial from another happy customer, something along those lines. Okay. That fuels social proof and people will like it. They'll comment on it. I'll always ask a little question. Are you asking your customers to provide testimonials for your business? I'm trying to get a little engagement behind that. I've linked up my Twitter to Facebook. So every time I put something on Facebook, it automatically pushes it out into Twitter. So my followers there will see the post as well. So um, it's a great way of just kind of linking everything together. So think about what is the hub of your social network wheel. And that's where you want to drive uh, testimonials if you are in the um, more on the professional side of business. Okay, now if you are a store or you have um, a direct-to-consumer type of product, then you absolutely want to use Facebook. You want to push all the information out through fo- Facebook. And so let's say, for example, that, um, that you own a restaurant, and somebody gets into, um, they go onto Foursquare, and they review your business. What I do is a similar situation. I will cut and paste it. I will make sure that it gets on my website so other people that come to learn more about my business, they can see it. Make sure, again, the testimonials are above the fold. You want other people to see that you are, you know, legit right out of the gate. Um, So I put it on my website. I would put it out through social networks. Um, I will post it um, in LinkedIn. So I basically want to distribute a positive review in as many different places as possible. That's the way to take one testimonial and to leverage all of the, uh, the different groups of people that you're connected with and all the different social networks, get them all seeing one testimonial. That is so, so smart. You know, we've heard it a million times that people have to see, see us, our brand, our products over and over. I think it's a minimum of seven times before they're going to give a, a buying decision, a yes decision. And so by providing this social proof and, and taking it from one source and sharing it on all of your different networks, that gives people that opportunity to see you, your product, your service, and that social proof over and over and over again. So I think that that is brilliant. Really, really a smart way to take one testimonial, one great positive feedback, and really maximize and leverage it to really grow your business and and really your your footprint and your influence in your industry. Awesome. 
Yeah, and if you're if you're doing an email marketing, same thing. You would want to um, to do a post about testimonials and how important they are to your business. Educate your clients and your customers and let them know that it is a very, very huge value. Attach some testimonials on there and then educate your list as to how you you are reciprocating um, that effort. That's awesome. And then when you're tying that into some type of a special offer, I know earlier before the break, you were talking about um, one of the clients you were working with having them do an offer for maybe a 10% discount or a, a, you know, a free goodie the next time they come in. So attaching something of value to it helps really bring in more of those, those testimonials, right? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, I did a little campaign with a small group of friends in a mastermind. And I said, hey, if you guys would hop on LinkedIn, you know, we've all done business together. Um, uh, I would really appreciate it. They did. And I sent them each a $5 Starbucks gift card and sent it through Facebook. And they were just like, oh, my God, that's awesome. People wet themselves over a $5 nice. Starbucks gift card. Nice. So uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's got huge value. And yet uh, very few people are doing it. So make sure that you thank people properly. I love that. Very good. So we have to dive into really helping people who have an amazing idea get it into the marketplace. I know that I've got some listeners who have been emailing me and asking me about this. How do you take an idea and really get it out there? And you did this within your own business and you've done it multiple times, but you were able to get a product into some pretty prestigious stores. So tell us about your experience and what somebody can do today if they have an idea and they really want to get it out there. Well, this is really fun. And it's very scary because, you know, it's hard to pick up the phone and call a business, but that's exactly what I did. I just figured, you know, these people don't know me. And I really had to kind of get my head straight with, you know, is what is the value to a business to calling them? I used to get really sheepish. So I invented this product and I would go door to door into some local stores in my area, in my geographic area. And I would just walk through and I'd say, you know, is the manager, and I was very sheepish, is the manager or the owner in? Well, I'm the owner. And I'd introduce myself and I'd say, you know, I created this product and I'm wondering if it, if you think it would be a good fit for your customers. And I'd show it to them. And literally that's how simple it was from just a local marketing perspective is I just beat, uh, I just beat the streets and walked in and out of stores that I thought it would be a good fit for. So that would be the first thing. Now, if you've ever watched Shark Tank, that's one of the first questions they're going to ask, right? They want to see a proof of concept. Has anybody purchased this? And what are your sales? It's one of the very first questions they ask. What kind of yep. sales are you getting? And so they want to see that it's being received and that you're doing your job to get it out there before they'll throw any big money at it. So um, it's the same thing when you're reaching out to um, a big store. Like everybody's got this dream of getting their stuff in Walmart because, you know, there's this perception that that's the holy grail. If you get it there, then you're going you're gonna to be at, you know, maximum scale. When the truth of the matter is, well, we can go down the rabbit's hole of the margins within Walmart, which are not great. Sure, but really, sure. ultimately, what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to, um, to show that it has value, that it's moving on the shelves of some small local businesses. And then what I did in order to get connected with Pottery Barn and Williams-Sonoma and Sears was I literally called the corporate office. Okay, this was before LinkedIn or any of the social networks, and I literally just looked up their phone number, and I called, and I said to the receptionist, can you connect me with the buying department, please? And then when that receptionist answered, I said, can you tell me who is in charge of purchasing for you know, the specific niche that um, my product fell under? 
And they said, yes, it's so-and-so. I'd be happy to connect you. So the, the mind shift that I had to get into when I started making those calls, because that, that's a big, bold move, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I had to keep reminding myself, and this helped me get over the fear, was that they are looking for hot, hot, hot products. They are always wanting to put hot on their shelves. They want to put stuff out there that sells. You have something of value. You see it. You're testing it. There's proof behind the fact that it works and that people are interested in it. Your job is to say to them, hey, you're not aware of this product, but here's my hot, hot solution. And um, what are your submission requirements? That's what, that was my only question. Do you have a submission requirement process? And they will let you know. Yes, here's the criteria. I'll send you a one sheet. And your job is just to fill out that one sheet, get it back to them, and then follow up. So every company has a process for how they analyze whether a product fits into their, to, into their um, again, into their core, right, into the core values of yes. what they represent. Yep. And um, all you have to do is just ask them. Your job is to just put, it, put your stuff into businesses where it's the best fit so that it sells. They don't want stuff sitting on the shelf um, rotting. So that was another strategy that I did. I would say, to a, especially to a small business owner, I would say the last thing that I want as a manufacturer is to have my product collecting dust on your shelf. So I would give them a guarantee. And I'd say, you know, if after 90 days I'll take my product back, and we'll square up financially and, um, you know, we'll just say thank you for testing it out. I don't want my product sitting there in the discount bin. So, um, so I always gave people assurances that I wanted to make sure it was the right fit for them. It's that simple. See, I think that is amazing, Pam, because that really does set you apart in the marketplace. Because how many people, how many businesses are giving that type of a guarantee? I mean, really stop and think about that. I, I would guess that it's very few. So I, I just think that's amazing. And really, you're working with integrity because you're saying, listen, one of my values is I don't want my product in the discount bin. <laughs> I don't want it sitting there not being used. And so, again, that really lines up with everything that you've been sharing about going back to those core values and communicating that even when you're talking with, you know, a potential buyer of your product, a potential partnership with a corporation. So again, I think that is hugely powerful, hugely, hugely powerful. Well, I'll tell you what it does, Rachel, just kind of taking it one, you know, ripple effect later, which is that they know other people, they know other store owners. Hey, I'd love for you to I want to connect you with, uh, with Sally over here because she owns this kind of a boutique. I think it might be a better fit for her. And so it does. It builds loyalty. They see that you're serious and that you really care about their business as well. It's not just about that one-time transaction. It's about the long, long haul. I love that. Absolutely. Now, tell us again, if we've got listeners who are wanting to really implement some of the strategies that you've talked about, they want to pick up your uh, workbook that you have, how can people get in touch with you? How can they get that workbook? There is a little website called reachacrosstheregister.com. And I'd love for you to opt in. I've got an eight-minute video that teaches you about three key strategies for success in today's business environment. And that is really just the, uh, the first step in this whole process. It's very, very simple. Check out that, um, that training. If you'd like the workbook that we talked about, Core Values, shout me, uh, give me a shout out at Pamela at reachacrosstheregister.com. We'll get that right off to you. 
Awesome. Very good. Thank you so much, Pam, for that amazing, amazing offer. You guys, I I just want to encourage you to take advantage of Pam's offer today. It's totally free to you. She's doing this as a special kind of courtesy to me for my listeners. And, you know, Pamela's wisdom is incredible. She really will help you take your business, your concepts, and, and really maximize what you're already doing. And Breaking down those core values will be hugely, hugely beneficial to you, no matter where you are in your business. But we've got to stop right there for today. Uh, please do take Pamela up on her offer. Send her an email, Pamela at reachacrosstheregister.com. I am Rachel O'Brien Eddy, reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. Have an amazing day, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.